BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Now, with a look at local, regional, and international NASCAR racing, here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. It is Wednesday, November 6th, and I cannot believe we are saying that it is November already. I am Hannah Newhouse here in our Concord, North Carolina location, joined always by Kyle Rickey up in Connecticut. And Kyle, it's hard to believe that we're just a few weeks away from Thanksgiving, a few weeks away from the NASCAR season being over as we get ready to approach 2020. But with that being said, it was a pretty quiet weekend in short track racing across the country. I can believe it up here in Connecticut because it was 41 degrees this past weekend and they are calling for snow on Thursday here in Connecticut. So I'm glad I will be uh, heading toward the ISM Raceway in Phoenix before that storm approaches. But you're right, uh, a quiet weekend uh, here in New England, a quiet weekend throughout most of the country as far as short track racing is concerned. I know the Cars Tour wrapped up their season at the South Boston Speedway. And then there was that big 400 lapper at the uh, Nashville Fairground Speedway, the All-American 400 that has, uh, I guess it has kind of been established for a long time, but it's been one of those marquee races that short trackers from all over the country really want to get to and either watch or participate in. I always say that when the season starts to wind down, that becomes some of my favorite time in short track racing because that allows for some of these bigger races to really take the stage, like you said, including the All-American 400, which Showed a little bit of controversy, actually, over the weekend. It was Mason Mingus collecting the win, but that wasn't even really the talk of what the race was. It came down to uh, some some debate over a move that was made, actually, by Casey Roderick, who was racing the leaders a lap down and really had a telltale in who won the race and who finished Chandler Smith, who was a fellow Rowdy Manufacturing chassis uh, teammate, was not happy with Roderick, saying that he ultimately uh, had a hand in how that race played out, that Chandler Smith would have had that race wrapped up. But Mingus won. Chandler Smith came home in second over Boris Yurkovich. And another name, Stephen Nassi, was up front most of that race, ended up wrecking midway through. Uh, had some words with some of his, as he would say, fans on the backstretch as his car was being towed off. But uh, it was it was interesting to see how that race played out. Stephen Nassi, though, one of those drivers that has been on fire this season and probably going to carry that late into the season as well. Oh, absolutely. It was a great race at Nashville. First off, congratulations to Mason Mingus, uh, a, a driver that we haven't seen in quite some time as far as the national level is concerned. He ran a handful of truck races a number of years ago and was kind of the underdog going into the race over the weekend in Nashville. You mentioned Casey Roderick, um, a fuel issue midway through the event, ended up putting his car and team down, I guess, multiple laps. He didn't agree with it. He thought he was either on the lead lap or should have been on the lead lap and wanted to prove that he had a car capable of being on the lead lap and racing with the leaders. So what did he do? He raced the leaders about as hard as anybody raced the leaders all day. And uh, it, what would have been, I think, a pretty tight finish, unfortunately, was not because of the way Casey uh, raced those leaders there in the last five or six laps or so. It's something that we have talked about quite a bit 
in the, the national side of things and, and lap cars and, and where they need to be on the racetrack when the leaders approach them. And we saw the same thing play out in Nashville over the weekend. And it'll be interesting to see how that tension carries through the rest of the season, especially with a race like the Snowball Derby coming up, where Roderick is also always a name that shows up there, including Chandler Smith. So some of that controversy could carry on as the late model season continues. But Chandler Smith, a young prospect, we've seen race in the ARCA series, in Super Late Model Racing, as well as the Gander Outdoor Truck Series. Uh, He's making his way up slowly but surely, having teamed up with Kyle Busch Motorsports for some of those starts. And that's where every driver dreams of being is eventually moving up those ranks and Chandler Smith is well on his way to doing that. But another driver that we've had on this show multiple times seems to be our super shoe fill-in as well. Andy Sice with some interesting news over the weekend about him moving up in the ranks as well. Yeah, Andy Sice, you know, it's always great to see the drivers that we cover here on the show week in and week out in NASCAR's touring divisions or in the the weekly series, the NASCAR Wheel and All-American series that tracks across the country and up in Canada, move up into that national spotlight. And we have not seen a lot of that from the modified uh, drivers in the last 10 or 15 years, Ryan Priest being the latest. And now Andy Sice is that next modified driver slash co-host fill-in here on NASCAR Coast to Coast, former NASCAR Southern Wheel and Modified Tour champion, won that title two consecutive years uh, before the series merged with the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour a couple of years ago. He's going NASCAR Xfinity Series racing with our motorsports, Chris Auer, a longtime car owner in the Modifieds. In fact, won a championship with the late Mike Stefanik a number of years ago. Transferred a lot of those efforts into the Arkham Menard Series in recent years. And now they are uh, making that big next step into the national spotlight, into the NASCAR Xfinity Series. So it'll be interesting to, to talk with Andy here in a little bit and talk to him about how that transition is going. It was just announced. And and why now uh, for for this transition with everything that's going on at the ARCA level of the sport? And we'll get all those details from Andy about his running in the Xfinity Series and everything that he's put into it when we return here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It wasn't just built to be a museum, it was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. This is our house, the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and it's packed full of classic and present-day cars, including Petties, Earnhardts, and Waltrips, as well as interactive experiences, realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. 
Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. It's always a boost of encouragement when you see a name that you have watched throughout the short track ranks make that announcement that they are going racing at NASCAR's top levels. And recently over the past weekend, one of those names, Andy Sice, announced he is going ready for a 2020 NASCAR Xfinity Series campaign. And Andy joins us now on the guest line to talk about that. First off, Andy, thanks so much for coming on NASCAR Coast to Coast. As a guest this time, though, and uh, not a good old Kyle Ricky fill-in. Yeah, you know, it's a shame I only get to speak a little bit of the time, not the full hour, but I, I'm sure I can make it work and uh, always look forward to coming on and talking to you guys. So thanks for having me. Now, we talked a little bit in the pre-show about uh, – your recent announcement, Our Motorsports is going Xfinity Racing in 2020. This is a team that you've worked with over the last couple of years in the ARCA series. How long has this been in the works, and what was the emotion and excitement to get to finally announce you know, all of this work that you guys have put in? Well, we did stumble across a car over the spring, and you know, when we were uh, fully emerged in our ARCA schedule and um, you know, toyed with the idea, but I guess the stars didn't align to make a start this year. And then the opportunity came along, really, to, to get some great equipment. Um, so that kind of just the stars did align. You know, we're going to end up with uh, GMS cars with Hendrick chassis. Uh, Jeff Collins will build the motors, which is all former Hendrick motors. So kind of just the opportunity to, to do it right uh, or as, you know, competitive and as right as we think a small grassroots team can do. So. Um, just everything worked out and I got to thank Chris Auer for, you know, making the big investment in the team and believing in what we're doing and looking, looking forward to just a, a new set of challenges for next year. Chris Auer and Auer Motorsports, obviously not new to the, the NASCAR game, especially successful in the NASCAR wheel and modified tour a number of years ago, obviously running in the Arkham Menard series uh, the last few years with yourself as the driver how did give us a, a brief history beyond that of, of this race team and, and how you ultimately got paired with Chris Auer and Auer Motorsports? Well, it, it's a little bit of a long story, but um, Chris was getting out of racing. He was selling his modifieds and he had a ARCA car that Tommy Barrett um, attempted Daytona with. And that was in 2014, I believe. And we both didn't get into the show. Um, no, it would have been 2015, sorry. Both didn't get into the show. And, and then come the following speed weeks, I had a really nice lineup going. I was supposed to run a new Smyrna full-time, uh, an ARCA car, and a truck. And one by one, they all went away. So I decided I was going to be my own boss, my own owner, and uh, you know figure out how to do it. So I called Chris to buy the car because even though it didn't make the show and we were following it, I thought I had my car going really good through the turn. Um this car was a little bit better. So I called him to buy it. And of course, having no money to my name, I had this pitch that I was going to leave his name on the car and he was going to give me the car and you know, advertising and sponsorship and all that. 
And the more I talked to him, the more, you know, he kind of realized he wasn't ready to get out of racing. He's just as passionate as I am. And, um, you know, by the end of the conversation, we were looking for uh, the Ilmore spec motor to go to Talladega. And we got it, and, and the car ran well and uh, ran in the top three a lot of the race until having a, a <coughs> brake rotor failure coming to pit road. And um, But it was enough of a shot in the arm that we were excited to just keep growing. So over the last few years, we've added cars, we've added motors, we've added equipment um, that's just allowed us to, you know, compete at top level. We haven't won an ARC race, but we finished runner-up and, and, and had some shot at winning races, a few top fives. So um, just really exciting stuff. And, you know, just a mutual respect of one another. We get along great. Um, you know, he gives us everything we need. And, you know, I can't can't thank him enough for really just trusting in me. We started the team in my backyard, at, you know, in, in my little shop at the house. And he's invested in a shop that we're uh, cleaning up currently and, and, you know, hoping to get some pictures of that out for, for people to, you know, also share our excitement of what's going on. I mean, big big things are happening. Uh, we're hiring people. We're we're adding equipment. It's getting big time. So it's pretty neat that it you know it all started in in my backyard at at the house uh, where I work on boats. And you know, next thing you know, we're going full time Xfinity racing. And you'd mentioned there the aspect of sharing the excitement. I think the last time we actually talked to you was you were getting ready to make your Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series debut at New Hampshire. The Modified Race was there, and the overwhelming excitement that came from not only the Modified community but just the Northeast and the support that came with that was so exciting to see that the aspect of the short track racing making it at the top ranks of NASCAR is still there with excitement. What's the support been like from the short track community with this announcement since this really is a short track rooted team driver, everything about this team? It's been just as amazing, you know, making the cup start was truly a dream come true. And, I, I said it at the announcement the other day. I, I can't believe how many times in my career I've been able to say this is a dream come true. I mean, I, I've been very fortunate with some great opportunities, and uh, people have been awesome. And I, I think one of the, the other things that, um, you know, is kind of humbling and, and just really gets us exciting and, and helps us and supports us is the people that aren't shocked about it. And they just say, yeah, you could do that. And that's pretty crazy in itself because, you know, some days I feel like Ricky Bobby and, and I don't know what to do with my hands. And, but to have other people, you know, that have watched and say, no, you can do that. You know, don't, it's no sweat. That's pretty neat too. So um, it, it's all been really excitement. You know, you kind of hit on it about a, a grassroots team. I mean, this is going back to we're doing it because we love it. We know we're not going to have the most crew people or, you know, even enough in some people's minds. And as we've gone through the process of kind of, um, a little bit of hiring and deciding who we're going to have on the team. It's, it's got to be people we like, people that are going to have the same work ethic because it's going to be a throwback old. There's not going to be any punching out at 5 o'clock, you know, after an 8, 10-hour day. It's going to be all day. We're going to be living with each other. We're going to be digging in the trenches. So um, it's, it's just really exciting. And I, like I said, the, the challenge is probably the most exciting thing. It's just different. People ask you know, how come we didn't do more short track racing in ARCA? And uh, I'm not saying I don't have anything left to prove in short track racing, but when the opportunity for a different uh, challenge presented itself, I, I was excited. And now to be doing a full schedule at this level, I'm just really looking forward to the challenge. 
You've mentioned you're you're kind of living out your dream here, and and you're a two-time modified champion. So yeah, there's a lot of us out there that know that you can do this, and there's a lot of modified drivers out there that we believe can do this. And Hannah and I talked about it a little bit at the top of the show that while we see a lot of the K&N drivers uh, advance through the K&N series into trucks, Xfinity, and, and ultimately Cup, we haven't seen that NASCAR modified presence in a while, with the exception recently of Ryan Priest. And now you're coming from the modified world, and we know there are a lot of other drivers out there, like a Doug Coby and a Justin Bonsignor, the late Mike Stefanik that never really got a shot, the late Ted Christopher, that can do it. Why do you believe that is? Is it the region of the country that the modifieds are in? Is it economics? Why don't we see more open-wheel modified champions get a shot? I think it's all what you put your mind to, you know, and, um, you know, what you have to focus on. I, I'm not a driver. Sure, there's some drivers, A&N drivers, that come out of super late model, and they've got the backing that they can do it all, and they can pick and choose, and they can have a blast. But when it came to my career, you know, I had to focus on what I was going to do, and I had to kind of go where the best opportunities were. People ask, how did a New Hampshire native end up on the, the Southern Modified deal? Well, I never got a top ride, but when people like David Riggs and Eddie Harvey call you, you jump at that. Um, you know, Ryan Priest made a decision to chase the dream a little bit further. He sacrificed probably more modified championships and wins to go after that. And not saying it's better or worse or whatever, but some people haven't done that. And, you know, I've, I've talked to a lot of younger drivers coming up and, oh, I want to drive an ARC car. Well, then you, you can't do it sitting in your living room in New Hampshire. And that's what it came down to with me. Um, I had lots of opportunities and people would call me and it would be a Tuesday night and said, Hey, you want to run, you know, a car this weekend? Yeah. Okay. You know, come by and get fitted. Okay. I'll be there in the morning. I will drive straight through the night or I'll get a plane. Oh, never mind. No, we got to be done tonight. You know, so you have to be down here is a big part of it. And the next thing is winning races and championships on the wheel of modified tour is a hell of a goal. And, you know, for the people that focus on that, that's an uphill battle. And I believe it's the cup series of the Northeast. You know, when you, now that I've met and kind of the people down here and, and learned about the Southeast, you know, cup is the highest form of racing. Well, I dare say that the highest form of asphalt race, racing in the Northeast is the wheel modified for And it's no joke. I mean, it takes a lot of resources, a lot of effort, great team effort, pit stops, testing. Um, you know, it takes a lot of effort. So it's hard, I'd say, for somebody like Doug Kobe or Justin Monsignor that wants to win those races and championships to really get anywhere else because they're working as hard as they can at that goal. So it really just depends on, on what you focus at. Um, my job or my focus is to not get a real job and put off growing up as long as I can. So I move down here and work on race cars as hard as I can in fear of working, you know, on a real job someday and Ryan priest might've had similar things. And, you know, and luckily it's paying off for him. It's been awesome to watch him climb the ranks. That's what we're all doing here. We're all trying to not grow up. And in Kyle and I's case, we're trying to talk about race cars as long as we possibly can for that career. And so the day that that, that ends will be a sad day for both Kyle and I, but you'd mentioned it there with that gap between um, the Wheel and Modified Tour and the upper ranks of NASCAR and how it's so secluded to the Northeast. But we saw this year 
the announcement of the 2020 schedule for the modified tour includes South Boston. Jennerstown is returning as well as the expansion of Iowa on the same weekend that NASCAR's touring divisions will be there. Do you think that maybe that is an effort to highlight uh, the tour drivers and create and, you know, minimize that gap to highlight those drivers as well? Absolutely. And, and, you know, one thing I think that the Wheel and Modified Tour offers that some of the other series don't is uh, just heroes. You, you know, people that are there year after year. You know, we've mentioned the Doug Kobe's and um, Justin Bonsignor, but the resurgence of Ron Silk, you know, uh, Timmy Salamito. So they bring fans because, you know, if you go to a Wheel and Modified Tour show and you, you pick a favorite car, and say you buy their T-shirt there, there's a good chance they're coming back. Where You don't have that in other series because the focus is on climbing the ladder. It's getting to the next level. So I think, you know, it, it's a very smart move on, on places like Iowa. First of all, I applaud them for stepping up. I know it's a big investment to have the series there. But then, of course, you know, I think it's going to work out for them. I think you're going to have fans that travel to Iowa, even though people at first were going, oh, my gosh, it's so far away. No, that's something people aren't going to want to miss. I think they should drive out there, and I hope all the Northeast Modified fans show Iowa Speedway how passionate it is, and in return, you know, I, I hope it, it gets bigger and better between that, Martinsville, Jennerstown. I mean, the schedule is shaping up to be one of the best in years. Cannot wait for uh, 2020 to get here, but let's button up 2019, a big year for you, not just last week's announcement, but uh, last time I saw you was in July at New Hampshire Motor Speedway making your Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series debut. Talk about how big that weekend was for you and your family, everybody down there on pit road during pre-race, and how special it was for you to to uh, drive for Rick Ware Racing at your, uh, I guess, your home racetrack up at the Magic Mile. I, I've had four months to think about it, and I really still can't even come up with the words, um, which I'm usually not very short on words. But it was... I mean, I've said it, it was a dream come true. I, I felt like uh, Charlie at the end of the, the Willy Wonka, Charlie the Chocolate Factory movie, when he says, what happens to the boy that got everything he ever wanted? He lived happily ever after. I mean, I was, I was good. That was um, incredible. You know, when Rick called me with this idea to, to go to the race, I, I got to say, I, I gave up on a dream. And I guess I didn't realize how big of a dream it was, how important it was for me kind of got a little bit of the boo-hoos, it'll never happen to me, so I just stopped thinking about it. And uh, when he offered it, it, you know, I shrugged it off at first because every time I, I got an offer like that, it came with a price tag that I just couldn't grasp. And um, he, I got to give him credit. He's doing it a lot for, for short trackers and, and drivers that otherwise wouldn't give a shot, get a shot. And um, when he told me, and I, I kind of just pictured, okay, wh where are we going to go? You know, we're going to go to Chicago or – you know, I don't know why I had in my head that we're going to go in the middle of nowhere. And, you know, I, I knew I'd have the support of my family. I knew I'd have, you know, support on social media and text. But when he said we're going to do it at Loudon, I don't think I realized how special it was going to be for me. Every step of the weekend was just amazing. And people's support was awesome. And, um, you know, it was a very hot weekend up there between, you know, you had the modified race and the, the cup race. So double duty triple duty with the all-star race on Friday. So I really just didn't want to let the team down. I was very worried about falling out of the seat. And it was really neat with about 50 to go. We had our last pit stop and it just hit me like I can do this. This is, this is not out of the question. 
And it was kind of neat because I got to stand up in the seat, got my fastest lap times of the day in the last section. So it wasn't that I was falling out of the seat and um, got out of the car. And some people were in bad shape. It was so hot. There was people laying on the ground. And it, it probably was 90% adrenaline, but I was ready to go. I mean, it, it was just amazing. Um, you, you know, I was telling everybody, you weren't going to find somebody luckier than me that day. It didn't matter the car didn't finish or whatever i mean I, I got to live out my dream i had my friends and family there it was incredible uh we got to celebrate with bentley warren after at the campers so that like oh boy was just the, yeah that was the cherry on top like i'm hanging out with bentley warren like this was this was cool so um it was awesome i, I just can't say enough about it everybody that jumped on board and bought tires for the car and you know it was a little team so every little bit helped it was it was pretty incredible i had uh um you know chris hour helped me out there my family's rockingham boat we had competitors uh former competitors wayne darling and his econ grand prix get on board uh a fan the the bait family the weaver brother construction i used to race go-karts on them you know they jumped on board to buy a set of tires to make it all happen so it was absolutely incredible as a kid you know you dream of the announcement of, I guess, you know, signing with Hendrick or, or Gibbs or Roush or something like that. So it didn't play out how I had uh, imagined in my, my dreams, but it was still just absolutely incredible. I, I think the clawing that I had to do at the top just made it that much more rewarding. Um, had I, had I, you know, it would have been amazing to sign a multi-year deal in my 20s, but to kind of have the, the dream revived when I thought I was too old, I was too this, I was too that, was uh, I can't say enough about it. I mean, it was just an incredible feeling. I don't know if it'll happen again. One and done's pretty good. Uh, you know, I was happy with my finish. I, I was paying attention to the average finish for the team. We were able to best that, you know, and, and it, we've got in my one start, I've got the third best finish for the team this year. So, um, you know, every, everything's good. And, and then, like I said, the, then building this Xfinity program is just a, another side of it, another challenge. It'll be exciting. I don't know that I'll be in the car every race. I'm going to do what's best for the team. If if there's a veteran that comes along and, you know, can help us with our learning curves, and, you know, me and Chris have talked about that, and that's what we're going to do. We want this to succeed. I'm not going to let, you know, just my, uh, you know, selfishness of wanting to, to drive every lap get in the way of it. So. Hopefully it can be around for years to come, and uh, you, you never know. I guess the sky's the limit with, with our motorsport. Started as a modified team, went ARCA racing, and now going Xfinity racing. And 2020 has been a season, or 2019 has been a season that we've thoroughly enjoyed following of yours. I mean, Kyle and I were in attendance at New Hampshire, and while it was a hot weekend, it was so cool to see, honestly, the, the modified T-shirts as well as Andy Size T-shirts in general just outnumber any other shirts that were there and so it was a really cool experience to be there and we look forward to watching you guys in 2020 and the expansion and the growth of our motorsports not only in the xfinity series but throughout the ranks so andy thank you so much again for coming on nascar coast to coast and we wish you the best of luck in 2020 thanks for having me always a pleasure that was andy size on the guest line uh xfinity driver next season for our motorsports and past nascar will modified tour champion but when we return here on nascar coast to coast we will tell you what to look forward to this up and coming weekend. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Stop.
Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts for our See Better Drive Safer sale going on right now. Get great deals on everything from wiper blades to headlight bulbs. Plus, save on your next oil change with five parts of O'Reilly Full Synthetic Motor Oil and MicroGuard Filter, just $25.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. This is Jesse's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. As a nurse, not making it to work was not an option. But driving through the snow with my wiper blades struggling, I just didn't feel safe. So I pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts, and before I knew it, an employee was offering to install the wiper blades on my car. I got to stay out of the snow for a moment, and I still made it to work on time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. Visit the NASCAR Hall of Fame and see how Petty, Earnhardt, and hundreds of other NASCAR legends became heroes. Watch their most electrifying moments, experience realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. We had Andy Seiss on the guest line previously, talking about the expansion in the NASCAR Xfinity Series with our motorsports, but also another team getting ready to expand their NASCAR regional efforts into the NASCAR National is Sam Hunt with NASCAR Canaan Pro Series East. They announced they will be Xfinity Racing in 2020 with Colin Garrett as a part-time driver. Looks like they've got themselves some sort of a Toyota alliance, and uh, they've even maybe hinted that we could see them at Homestead. So it's pretty cool to see another team expand into NASCAR's national level, Kyle. Yeah, Sam Hunt, uh, a good young driver. has We haven't seen this much in the last year or two in the NASCAR Canaan Pro Series, I assume because... Like Andy mentioned a little bit ago, his eye is on a bigger prize, and that is in the National Series of NASCAR. And uh, it'll be interesting to see if he and Colin are at the Homestead Miami Speedway in just over a week's time for the Ford EcoBoost 300 in that final Xfinity Series race of the season. I have a feeling we're going to see uh, a few new faces sprinkled out the entire weekend, not just in the Xfinity Series, but in the other uh, divisions as well. And speaking of that, the NASCAR Canaan West, one of the last of the regional touring series we've been covering this season crowns their 2019 champion this up and coming weekend at ISM Raceway. And really the later half of the season has been the season of Derek Krause, who has got himself a pretty good points lead into the weekend. He pretty much just has to have a decent finish. There's a good car count expected as well. And if he collects this, it'll be the ninth KN West championship for Bill McAnally Racing. And while the entry list is pretty stout, I feel like Derek Krause is setting a pretty good precedent coming off of a Kern County Raceway Park win. I believe I saw 24, 25 cars on the entry list for this weekend. 47 points, the gap between Derek Krause and Jagger Jones in the second spot. 
Uh, a good race from second on back between Jagger, Haley Deegan is in there, Trevor, uh, yeah, Trevor Huddleston, all within a couple of points of each other, racing for second, third, and fourth in the championship standings. But you're right, Derek, pretty much all he has to do is, is start the race, and he will be the 2019 NASCAR K&N Pro Series West champion. Sam Mayer is expected in the field. The uh, K&N East champion will drive for GMS Motorsports. Evergreen Speedway veteran uh, Trenton Moriarty is on the entry list. Alaska Raceway Park regular uh, Keith McGee, former Navy SEAL in Taylor Canfield. So a lot of great stories in the race here this weekend. And uh, we can't wait to bring it to you on the Motor Racing Network, part of the uh, FansChoice.tv broadcast at about 6 o'clock Eastern time on Saturday night. Yeah, looking forward to it. That will go green at 4.15 Mountain Standard Time if you are a local of that area. But lots of big names. DGR Crosley bringing out a car as well with Drew Dollar. Uh, Ty Gibbs and Riley Herbst also under the uh, Levine Racing team there. So it'll be an exciting weekend. I'm so excited to see the K&N Series crown a champion at ISM Raceway. It was part of their protocol and part of their championships for the last couple of years. Then it was off the schedule, and now we are back. So it'll be an exciting weekend and. uh Kyle, you'll be up in the booth for that, so you'll have a fun race to call as well. I can't wait. And, of course, we have Kevin Harvick to thank after uh, making it known a couple of years, or I guess a year and a half or so ago, after winning at ISM Raceway, that uh, the need was there for NASCAR's touring division. In this case, the, the K&N Pro Series West to return to the ISM Raceway as it had been a staple on the schedule for so many years, even back when it was known as the Winston West Series. They used to open their season there in January and close their season there in November. And it's nice to see the return of the series here in 2019. I actually got to race that final race in the K&N Series West before they brought it back on the schedule. So it has a place in my heart and it always produces some great racing. It'll be the first time on the new configuration as well there. So looking forward to that. Kyle and I will both be in attendance this weekend at ISM Raceway for the K&N Championship. Again, you can watch it all on fanschoice.tv at roughly 4.15 p.m. Mountain Time. So looking forward to an exciting weekend. We'll have all of the coverage for you again next week here on NASCAR Coast to Coast on the Motor Racing Network. For producers Daryl Smith, I'm Hannah Newhouse. He's Kyle Rickey, and we will see you next week here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. NASCAR Coast to Coast has been brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. NASCAR Coast to Coast can be found on MRN.com, Facebook, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved.